Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. We got a show tonight that a, a lot of you have asked for for a long time. We try to check every message we get on uh, Instagram and or Facebook. Um, it's either us or uh, our producer, Dave Reardon, who, who checks the messages and kind of gets back to us. Kind of gives us some feedback either about uh, the world and what's going on and what, what you want us to talk about. Or dream shows that you wish would happen and maybe haven't happened yet. Uh, for example, uh, us going on Joe Rogan. That would be awesome. If you want to tag Joe Rogan and tell him to have the Drinking Bros on. We'd love to do it. We have not heard from Joe Rogan. Uh, a lot of you have hit us up about Fighter and the Kid. That we are doing. Um, I can tell you that, that that is going down in the future. Black Rifle Coffee just signed on uh, Fighter and the Kid for to do a special blend with those guys. So yes, we will be doing stuff with Fighter and the Kid in the future, and that'll be fun. And a lot of people have, have asked about uh, Ben Shapi- Shapiro. Shapiro Shapiro. Uh Tomato dingling, whatever it is. Um, uh, yeah, Ben's great. Fuck, we'd love to do a show with Ben and uh, and Burt Kreischer. Those have been kind of the most requested ones, and uh, we want to let you know we are working on those. Joe Rogan's a tough one. Uh, you, you're going to have to hit him up and, and keep that going. Another show that you've asked for a lot is um, is a show with Matt and Jared explaining where all of this came from, uh, how Article 15 got started, how all of our relationships came to fruition, and uh, I we sat we, we sat together and we were just like, hey man, wh- why don't the two of you guys do a show? Because essentially, it was Jared and Matt who found love in a hopeless place and got together and then pulled the rest of us fucktards into this whole uh, situation we call the Drinking Bros and Range Fifteen and Black Rifle Coffee and. Lead slingers, whiskey, and all of this shit. Um, and uh, it was it was Jared and Matt from the get go, and then you know I, they ended up pulling Rocco in the mix and uh, and some other peeps. But uh, we listened, and tonight you're gonna hear uh, Jared and Matt sit down together and and chat about how all of this got started, and uh, kind of go over their history and their life, which is which is fucking awesome. Uh, but first, come on, come on, you know we've got some sponsors. Who pay for this whole stink wagon to be on the air? First and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee. That's uh, look, it's 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 Memorial Day today, guys, and um, they're they're giving back. If you buy a bag of coffee, uh, they are donating one to the troops. So buy one, give one away to the troops, and that's real. Um, these guys, uh, stand behind their word and they do shit like this all the time. And sometimes you may not hear about it, which is why I wanted to spotlight it tonight. Um, I'm not a veteran. However, my best friends are, and I can, I can promise you they, they take that, uh, that, that moniker and that title with pride. And they really try to give back every single day over Christmas. They donated 10,000 pounds of coffee to, uh, to the troops overseas and uh, not only did they did they do it, um, but they did it like a week early. So anybody who wrote in and and wanted some some coffee sh- shipped out to loved ones overseas, they did it for free. And they did all ten thousand pounds, and uh, they did it a week earlier than they said they were going to. Now for Memorial Day weekend, if you're if you're uh, uh, buying a bag of coffee, they're going to give one back uh, to someone overseas. So please go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Support the cause, support some great dudes, and uh, and they're, and again, they're always doing shit like this all the time. Uh, they're they're too modest to to talk about it. I'm not, so I'll talk about it for them. Um, go to blackriflecoffee.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros, which is good for a one time use. Um, or you can use Revolution for Ross Patterson Revolution. That's good for one time use as well. Wink. So that way, if, if you if you've used Drinking Bros, you can go ahead and use Revolution. Just don't tell anybody. Just don't tell anybody about it. Next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz. They got four amazing flavors. Amazing. I'm tripping all over my words here, and I'm, I'm fucking stone sober right now. Uh, we got a Ridge. They got Lemon. They've got Make America Grape Again, and they've got Orange. Orange. Um, man, a lot of people are 
posting up pictures of them drinking uh, Stradkis over the, the, the holiday weekend. Uh, I'm for it. I'm with it. The Orange Crush is the new jam. It's taking a little bit of LaCroix and some vodka and throwing some orange uh, strike force in there. It's way better than vodka Red Bulls, and you're not filled up with just bullshit carbonation. Uh, hop on the fucking Strike Force train. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Get yourself a tasty, tiny little tin pouch to rip open and squeeze into any liquid available. You can kick the can. You don't need the can anymore, kids. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code Drinking Bros, which is good for twenty percent off every time, every single time. And they got a ten pack, a forty pack, and a seven fifty milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop, and you can just boom, boom. Pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com and get on the train. Uh, next up, we've got When Darkness Falls. He doesn't catch it. That's right. I dropped that Ross Patterson's Summer Dicks mixtape over the weekend. Good buddy of mine, uh, DJ Chris Tarantino, remixed uh, the At Night She Cries audiobook into a one-and-a-half-hour magical DJ sesh full of... Uh, some of the weirdest, fucking coolest songs on the planet. And uh, the sequel is out, kids. It's time for pre-sales. It's coming in hot. My dream is to be on the bestseller list. I've had this dream since I was a small boy. And uh, I said I would be updating you along the way. Because it, it takes about seven, six or 7,000 copies to get on the list opening week. Somewhere in that number. It's not exact because you don't know what's coming out that week in particular. And new books spring up all the time. However... The best chance you do have is through pre-sales because all of those pre-sales count towards week one sales. Um, right now, uh, the New York Times bestseller list, the way it works is that it's it's just per week. So if you don't make it the first week, you got to start over. That means you got to get like another six or 7,000 copies the following week to try to do it. That's why it's so hard to do it like you know, multiple weeks or the week after the release or whatever, because you don't have any of those pre-sales going towards that opening week number. I'd also said I'd give you an update. We're sitting at about, uh, I only need like maybe 2,800 copies now. That's it. That's all I need to hit the, the bestseller list. I'm, 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 I'm a little over halfway there. So just go out and pre-order when darkness falls. He doesn't catch it. It would mean the world to me. I got an Oscar winner in the fucking audio book too. So I'm going to be dropping bangers in that. Uh, Pre-order When Darkness Falls. He doesn't catch it everywhere. I recommend like Amazon or Barnes & Noble, though. Those are always the two go-tos. And that shit's there. Day of, son. Day of release, son. Uh, Next up, we've got GhostBed.com. Sleep so good, it's scary. Goddamn right it is. Um, GhostBed, you want to talk about Memorial Day specials. Holy fucking shit. Dude, they're giving drinking bros uh, either a hundred dollars off a mattress in a in a free free set of pillows. Um, they're giving pillows for for half off if you buy a bundle with like the Craftmatic adjustable bed or in the sheets or the cooling mattress. I think they're giving like fucking four hundred dollars off and free pillows. This is like the the sale of the year. Um, their Black Friday is good, but not as good as this sale. I if you're gonna do it, do it now. Um, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and, uh, utilize that fucking Memorial day sale. Uh, if you're hearing this episode on, on Monday, uh, or late Sunday night, cause we drop it, you know, usually 8, 8 PM EST on Sunday nights and, uh, use that one and, it, and it, they got a pay as you go plan. So you don't have to buy that shit all at once, which is helpful because you know, mattresses, they, they, they can run up on you. Uh, Ghostbed's pretty, pretty decently, uh, priced and it just gets shipped right to your house for free. Boom, pop it open out of the box. You're good to go. Big fan of, we all have them. Big fan of the ghost beds. Uh, go and try one now. And their Memorial Day sales are fucking insane. Uh, so do that shit. Um, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up, we've got grill your ass off. Whew, I've, I've got an addiction to grill your ass off. I'm not afraid of saying it out loud. Not afraid of saying it in public. Not in front of saying it in front of uh, my wife and children. I will tear through a fucking bag of grill your ass off like it is nobody's fucking business. Their their beef jerky I'm talking about right now. Their beef jerky is new. It has been sold out once or twice. They're restocked there to the hills. I've I no lie, I ate six bags in a two day span. That's how fucking good it is. Uh the sweet and spicy is my jam. Their cowboy's great. The original's great. Um there's four flavors. You can get them each for I think it's like twenty five bucks for all four. 
I recommend it because I, I look, I gas through that shit and I keep hitting up uh, the owner and I'm just like, yo, can you just send me some more of that stuff? Um, but uh, um, he's like, bro, I, I can't just keep feeding your habit. Uh, go to grillyourassoff.com. Try it. Try the jerky. Their seasoning's amazing too. And we're in it now. We're in grilling season. Ass eating season's over. It's grilling season. We're from Memorial Day now through, you know, the end of summer through Labor Day. It is primetime grilling season. They got the best seasonings on the planet for chicken, steak, all that shit. And then Crispy, uh, our, our, our boy Crispy, who's, who's been on the show quite a few times, he's got his own habanero blend. Again, I'm not saying that right because I'm not even pretending to be of, of any form of Latin descent. Uh, but go to grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 15% off. And uh, get on that train, man. That fucking jerky is my business, dude. I fucks with that jerky. Uh, next up, we've got GrenadeSoap.com. GrenadeSoap.com. A lot of people been getting those shit mittens. A lot of people getting them. A lot of people ordering the taint scrubbers. Uh, check them out. Go to GrenadeSoap.com. Their, their soap is, is amazing. It smells delicious. It's made with real gunpowder, so you know it's good. And uh, the taint scrubber. Is is back and in fashion after that show that that Jared did with uh, about Heather, boy, you're gonna need a little a little something to to wipe your Grendel with. They've got awesome like bath products for dudes, and um, it's just a fucking awesome fun company. Buy a bar of theirs, just check out a bar of their soap; it's worth it. Plus, with the promo code Drinking Bros, you get twenty percent off, and um, it's almost like stealing soap from them. Go steal some soap from GrenadeSoap.com. Big fan of those guys. I uh, love their products. I, it's, it's always the shit's always in my shop. My kid even uses that soap, um, which is which is rad. Last but not least, we've got the Caillou app. That's K A Y U. Uh, this app is made by two Green Berets out of Fort Bragg, with uh, Facebook going down in flames. Everybody's looking for new social media. With Caillou, it combines uh, travel, lodging, um, sexual encounters. Um, you can even find a blood donor on there, probably. That's look. That's just a guess, but uh, it's kind of like orbits or or uh, travelocity um, or Airbnb, but but combined into one. If you want to go on a vacation with somebody, you know, split the vacation, go to a concert, split that, go shooting guns with somebody. Uh, you can actually go on there and see the humans, and they're rated, so you know they're fucking cool or not cool. You can't do that shit on Facebook. You can't rate humans um, because that would be a shitty policy. Uh, but you can on Caillou, which is fucking awesome. So at least you know what you're getting into. Check that app out. It's free on your iPhone or Android. And uh, there's no strings attached. It's, it's just a free download. Now, we are going to get into uh, Jared Taylor, Matt Best, sitting down together, uh, rapping about life, rapping about the beginnings of Art 15. And uh, it's a fun episode. Just kidding, we don't have to sink, Jared. Oh, we don't because fucking Ross isn't here, finally. Evan's on a plane. Ross, Ross is, is in driving. A car. It's like plane, trains, and automobiles over here. We weren't going to do an episode, but then we said, fuck it, let's We're like, do it. Fuck it, we could do it. We're sitting on a couch just staring at each other. You're wearing a, a boom, coat. Boom. A boom, boom. A boom, boom. Look, they, they, they don't even know Ross yeah. isn't here. A boom, boom. You know what I'm fucking sick of? is politicians spreading. I can just yell, be Evan and Vent. <laughs> I do like your Pogue Pride shirt you have going on right Thank now, buddy. You. Is that some Art 15 gear it you're rocking? It is Art 15. You know, it was funny because. Because the drinking bros in the group actually did a thread on it because they were confused about the rainbow. Why? Uh, they were like, they were like, well, well does, this, does this mean all pogues are gay? Or is no, this it's a, just a little rainbow. It's a sunny day to uh, be no, a pogue. Uh, one person got it. It. This is an old Activision shirt, right, That yeah. I took the design from. Yeah. And of course, why not have the rainbow flag if you're going to say Pogue Pride? Yeah, I knew, I knew that was an Activision <laughs> shirt. That's a so solid one. So it's both. One. It's both. Did you ever publicly announce that you're the CEO of Article 15 Clothing? No. That's kind of a big thing. You're right. There's decisions involved in that, though. Right? I know. Isn't it hard? I think there's one sitting on the plate right now <laughs> on whether or not we should have a tent and booth on the next Warp Tour. Th that's your you have to make those hard decisions oh, man this is a hard one this is a hard one you can right? run a cost benefit analysis i know you know business cat stuff <laughs> yeah synergy <laughs> uh numbers uh all but that jazz, i, I right? saw you had business cat uh comics on your story today Who i did? always dave did oh da we gave dave a mic say hi hey 
Damn. Closer to the mic, <laughs> dick. It's my first day. <laughs> Dave or pull producer. Your fucking, pull or, your gain or an ep- up. Or pull epic your, producer. Pull your gain up. Uh, yeah, no, because I always call Evan Business Cat because literally like two years ago, there's this YouTube channel called, what is it, Weebles? Weebles? I don't yeah, know what that Weebles. is. Yeah, you're on your own. I am? Okay. There's, it, I think it's called Weebles. But they do funny fucked up songs like I have crabs and like oh, oh do you actually have crabs? No no no. Have you ever seen the badger song where it's like badger 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 badger? No, I feel no, like this I'm, is I'm that weird you? fucking rabbit hole of YouTube uh, that you go down. I'm just saying. Well, they had this. They have this business cat song that I used to always send to Evan for years. Like. <laughs> Noelle did that to me the other day where I was sitting on my fucking computer and she could hear my audio and it was like, curious how to make a bean and sword remedy? And she's like, oh, you're you're down that part of YouTube. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that, the wine and whiskey's kicking you know, in a little you bit. You know what my last YouTube rabbit hole was is so I have uh, the Mac YouTube downloader app on my computer, which okay. is the, probably the greatest app ever because you could download any YouTube video. Right. It's perfect. Right. Um. I searched YouTube for unlicensed free use music, and somebody had a playlist of like 400 songs, and I just kept copying and pasting the links and downloading everyone as an MP4, and then and then making a library of all this music that we can now use. I I always go down the music <laughs> rabbit holes because I get like the it's like the whatever metal band redoes a Taylor Swift song. Then I'm looking at a Taylor Swift song, and then I'm like, village people in you know Africa play Taylor Swift song, and then I, how to make a pot and fucking filter your own water. It just goes uh, down this fucking... I, I would say the deepest I went down was that day I, I was watching all those Cambodia videos of them yeah. catching fish and trapping I alligators. Think, I think anybody that knows you back in the day, like, well, probably still now, but when you get drunk and then you just go into your YouTube Zen mode and you'd watch the most fucking weird, crazy Dude. shit. I completely forgot about a YouTube channel, and then somebody brought something up, and now I forget about it again. Damn it. It was like, it was almost like, because remember like back in the day, you had your go-tos in your head wherever anybody pulled up a computer or something, like, you got to see this crazy video. Yeah. I got a better one. Like, I had like... 10 different categories to the ones that I would show people. No, you're definitely the, hey, check this out kind of guy. You're consistently <laughs> showing us really fucked up stuff. I would stuff. say the first viral, the earliest I can date back a viral piece of content was endoftheworld.swf. Do any of you remember that? No. It was 2002. Dave, you got, you got me on this one. I'm going to need some backup, bro. I have an idea, but I want to know if it's correct. Okay, so in 2002, when Flash animation was like yeah. at its stick, peak. Stickdeath.com so and whatever that you was. You had Stickdeath. You had Foamy. You had uh, Illwillpress.com, yeah. which was Foamy, the, the ranting squirrel. Grandpafucksdaughter.com. No, 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 that one. It was like white, it, oh, white, that was, sorry, that house, was real Whitehouse.com or something like that. Uh, anyway, so back then there was this, if you typed in, the URL like end of the world SWF it would take you to this flash site and it was just this this like two minute flash video that was like okay the world is round and it talks about we have so many nukes and uh, Russia has some nukes and these guys have some, and and it's, it just goes through the, the whole end, thing. like like <laughs> and, the, and they're like uh, and he's like and then the French are like. Oh, uh, oh, the Americans fired their missiles. All right, fire missiles. But I'm tired. Yeah, All right, one. have a nap. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like similar and then to Canada's that. like, what's going on, eh? And it's just a hockey player with his foot cut off. Like, <laughs> Do you guys remember the, the site that had the, I think it's still out there, the active count of like chickens and, and cows that were dying. And it was like a yearly basis about resources worldly that were being used. Have you seen no, that? No, no, no. It's like a counter. It's fucking crazy. Um, I wouldn't believe it, though. It's probably fake. It's based off of general numbers, like, I'd imagine. There were old sites like Newgrounds.com. Did you ever go there? Yes. Okay, so like Newgrounds had all those crazy fucking Flash things. Because that was the thing. It was like Flash cartoons were the first. Like, Dude, let's dive into adolescence because that's literally. So when I, I remember I started learning Flash when I was probably 14, 15 years old. Like super basic animations. And that was like I didn't know but kind of 
was the predecessor to me getting into filmmaking because I really wanted to entertain people. And I remember showing my dad and it was like a stick figure walking and he like jumped over something. I'm like, dad, I'm going to upload this and and they're going to fucking buy it for fucking a dollar. My dad was like, who the fuck would buy that? And I was like, oh yeah, I should probably have, have something better than a stick figure jumping over a rock. But that was like kind of the first thing in my mind was like, oh, that maybe this we should create stuff for people. Dude, I wish I could find all my three and a half inch floppy disks. <laughs> Do you have content on it? Like, oh like, my god, I have uh, of what? Of it. I've uh, like I was using Bryce 3D and Blender and Poser. Oh shit! I was doing all this 3D and I was making naked chicks out there. Wooza. Really? Yeah, yeah, you did do that a lot in high school. Yeah. Like, what did, what did they look like, though? Is it like no, they that? were beautiful naked chicks. Like, Poser 4, like, back in the day, like, you had naked women on it, and it was great. And then I would import Poser models into Bryce 3D, and I would create... Bryce was just for landscapes. So it was mountains, trees, fucking bushes, water, everything. Did you, like, the first time you picked up a camera, was that during, like, skateboarding and all of that stuff? Did that yeah. get you into filmmaking? Yep. That's funny. Same thing that I was doing because you're like, I got to show the sweet kickflip that I tried a gajillion times and only landed once. Well, to I mean, like, like my friends. 411 Video Magazine. Like, that was a thing. Like, a VHS oh, yeah. video magazine. Like, and you would buy it every month. Like, I did. Yeah. As a, from the time I was 14, like, I'd go to Zoomies, buy the latest 411, we'd pop it in. And 411 used to have these, uh, these, uh, these like, uh, what were they? They were like spot, like the AM spotlight. And like, I remember seeing Bam Margera as the AM spotlight on 411, like number 32 or 15 or something like that. Like, and it was like, that was like the beginning. That's where the Ricky Martin skits came from. Uh, like, what would you do for Ricky Martin? I'd die for Ricky Martin. I don't see you dying. And he jumps out of a, jumps out of a truck. All right. You know, it's funny. It's like when writing the book and stuff, and now that I'm having to revisit some of that stuff, I don't think a lot of people know our backstory and how like we met. And I go in depth in it in the book, but I think it'd be cool to give like an overview of how the fuck everything kind of came in because it it really started with you in the Air Force as a as a TACP instructor dicking off, making some silly videos, and you just want to be on the production side. And then fast forward a couple years when we met. Um, and then kind of me taking the, the on uh, camera stuff and then you building out the back end. But I mean, when, when did we fucking meet that you saw that you saw the old messages? It was in 2000. Yeah, but I also found where we became friends, which was a year, year? prior to us meeting because it was a mutual ranger friend yeah, that had old that's Seth. right. Yeah, I remember I had made some <laughs> one stupid What's video. Seth's Seth? last name? <laughs> no, because the last time I saw him was in Seattle. He was like, "Bro, I just took a bunch of acid." I'm like, "Great!" Uh, <laughs> that was a fun day. I was there that day, and it was like, "Hey, this is my ranger friend. This is Seth." I was like, "Oh, super cool." Hey, we're gonna drop acid later, it's Jared. Um, we're not doing that. Yeah. So, do we have other do plans? acid? So, can we I have like a uh, whiskey on the rocks, please? Yeah, I thought you had changed. That is funny. I forgot. Seth introduced us and was like, "Hey, you're both getting into filmmaking. You guys should meet each other." And then I don't even know how I know Seth. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't deployed with him. It was just through like one of my ranger things. He must have just known you because we never responded to each other. No, it was, and that's. I think that's what I had found. I had found. Yeah. The, it was a, a group that, message or that, something. That Seth had said, hey, I'm introducing you guys. And we, we were just wherever we were. I was like, okay, cool. Which is fucking crazy because then fast forward a year or so, you were running general interest pages. And I like reached out and I was like, hey, I'm like well, an army s- ranger making these so fucking at stupid the time, videos. Like, and, and you think about some of these brands, even if they still in- exist. Like Guns and Tactics Magazine. Yeah. Jay Guillotine, who now works for Caracal. Carousel, however you say that, the pistol company. Yeah. Um, he actually just emailed me recently, so he's got some cool stuff going on. So he had Guns and Tactics Mag. You had uh, John Wang from uh, Rainier Arms owned yeah. uh, the marketing. What was that marketing company called? Do you remember that? Defense Marketing, DMG. Defense Marketing yeah. Group. Yeah, yeah. DMG. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you had DMG. And then you had me and Gary that were rolling with Botstick. Gary Stevens, who's yep. actually still uh, still on all board. that cool shit you see from Black Rifle is usually comes from the the, the design hands of Gary. Yeah. Um, and so those three entities, uh, John was was an, in the process of purchasing Guns and Tactics magazine, I believe. Um, at the same time, 
I was involved in like four different like other pages that were on the it was Girls for Gunslingers had come yeah. about. Uh we got contacted by G4G after we had done the news team. So yep. Channel 275 Action News. Your first like full-on scripted production yeah, it probably. Was like, yeah, it was and it was it was right before Anchorman 2 was coming out. I had just moved to El Paso. I was trying to figure out how to network the town as fast as I could because I realized quickly when I left Pensacola like I had lost all my assets that I that I had access to whether it was sets or locations or help and stuff like that. So how do you meet people here? Let's create a fucking How long were you in El Paso before we met? Not that long, like 6 months. Less right? than a year. Oh shit. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. So 275 launched up. We do that. It was it was the spring pretty much. So we launched 275 in like March. Um, and at the time, well, no, it was a, a little bit before that is when Funker 530 started and, uh, yeah. and, and Funker and us had connected. I made, uh, made their logo for them and then made and ended up going out and meeting them for the first time, uh, with Rit and met Richard Ryan for the first time. Um, I was working for, with my buddy, Mike Haytack that had a company he called Eagle Element. And so I was producing gear review videos. Um, God, you had your fingers in everything. Eagle, Eagle Element. Everyone. And that's how everything. we, that's how we met fingers. Pilot X. Yeah. Was I told he had this, he had the uh, folding stock adapter that our friends make. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, we need to rent a helicopter. Because Is that law be, tactical? Yeah, law. And, and we would be... I was like, we need to get rent a helicopter because that would be perfect to have you coming out of a helo, breaking your your M4 out, you know, from the folded stock. And he was like, oh, well, how do we do that? I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll run it down. So I find a helicopter service in El Paso uh, with this girl by the name of Deb. And uh, I tell her, I was like, hey, you know, we want to film with this gun and a full thing. She was like, ah, I don't do guns. I can't do guns in my helicopter for insurance and shit like that. She was like, but there's this guy, you know, Pilot X down the, down the way. You could talk to him. He owns his own military <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> you know, fill in the blank what his name was that she gave me then. Yeah. And uh, I was like, really? So sets up a meeting and Mike and I drive out to the hangar for the first time. And he opens up that bay and there's like, uh, there's nine six four the green bird and there's back, back and black. black was in pieces yeah yeah like it was just the I remember that because I think skids. when we did the Marsock rap battle it just kind of the blades were level and everything yeah, got and done it, yeah. yeah so he was like like it was such a funny meeting because like we're like hey we don't want you to be too skittish or anything but we want to film with a gun in your helicopter he was like come with me and he takes us to the other hangar and starts pulling out his gun collection <laughs> like oh and you've been there for that yeah, yeah this guy's got the fucking rarest of the rare the coolest of the cool you're like what the fuck is going on this guy's awesome fnfals psg1 famasas like holy shit yeah. this dude's got it all and uh so yeah we ended up filming the stuff with the helicopter and that was a shred out the eagle element stuff called tactics like tactical minute or something like that like that was a shred out of guns and tactics magazine and that really got a lot of traffic because of the action that we put into that and um we started working with high ground gear and that's when we had originally met sean mattson mm -hmm. um I, I mean shit that was like when before strike force yeah, is even way that before twinkle strike in the eye. force yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we were doing the, the on four days of the week, I would work on Eagle Element stuff and, and tactical shit, like for, like not the brand tactical shit, but just tactical stuff uh, for people. And then the other couple of days we would do fun shit with the news team, like just go out and fuck off. And that's where I met the girls for Gunslinger people who, you know, they were like, oh, we saw the news team. This is funny. Like, and uh at the time it's, it's kind of like i feel like when the tactical industry started actually having really started, started to the peak ramp. and then there was like social media consumption there was content consumption where people are actually actively searching for how do i get 
to like experience this community through you know social media because because before i remember i didn't really see it and that's when i started coming along in there and i'm like oh my god there's this void because everything was like chest pumping i'm fucking awesome and i'm like man everything no f- was cool yeah there's nobody no fun was doing here. anything funny um at the t- and 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 at the time, so I had beer drinking bomb droppers, which was my JTAC, TAC P, combat control, uh, like cool apparel guy. line. Apparel yeah. line, yeah. It was, a, yeah. I, I I appealed to a thousand people in the world, <laughs> which is funny because I don't customer think, base. I, yeah, you know, but I think that it's so cool to see how the progression of business works because I remember when we had met. Um, through that general interest page, we linked up and then you were like, I do this beer drinking bomb dropper stuff. And I was like, what the fuck is that? T-shirts? I don't get that. And that's when we started really talking. And I'm like, man, I have some fucking ideas for T-shirts. Like I was like, I had this Pew Pro design that I really want to do. That's when you had the Fort Bragg, uh, even the STDs are airborne. But you already had that platform completely built out. So I didn't even have to like think about what we were well, going to no, do. What I had just... I had interviewed because coming from the TACP schoolhouse, I ran the TACP store for four years, so I understood sourcing, pricing, and turnaround time, and, and internet sales. Because I mean, just like Evan says, he was bagging coffee in his basement. Like when I took the TACP store online for the first time, I was packaging and shipping between thirty and a hundred items a day myself while I'm in the military. <laughs> right, like <laughs> because because the thing was is at the time. After you left the schoolhouse, you could never buy anything that had anything TACP on it. So when I took it online, like, that was a whole new concept for our career field, especially to the retired guys. Yeah. They're like, wait, I can buy a fucking TACP shirt now? Yeah, and, like, resonate with the community, feel part of it. That's fucking rad. So I, I went down that crash course of, you know, different different payment processors. You know, what what advantages does PayPal have over Stripe or this credit card processor to this one and, and all this stuff. So I learned that I learned, I learned, you know, how to load and, and, and create a store. And then leaving the schoolhouse is when I was like, Hey, let's do this personally and not just for the, for the TACP schoolhouse. And that's where we came up with the beer drinking bomb droppers is I was just the whole identity within the combat control and, and TACP world is, we drink a lot and we bang a lot of chicks. So it's like that's like every like <laughs> that's every you know infantry yeah, man in, in essence. Yeah, but nobody at the time like, had ever reflected that identity yeah. when it came to wearing killer stuff. enemies. And you're like, yeah. no, no, fuck so, bitches, get money, kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. And by it money, I mean like four hundred dollars every two weeks. So <laughs> all my designs revolved around just jokes of drinking and fucking hot girls, and and so. I ended up interviewing 35 different uh, different fulfillment and printing places, and Terminus Tees was the one that I landed on because they were the only ones after the interview where the people gave me their cell phone numbers and they said, uh, "We're we're available 24 seven." Because I'm, you know me, I'm reactive. Like, right. I was in the McDonald's drive-through when I came up with our our shirt actual size. Which was one of our best sellers and beer drinking bomb droppers. It was just a donkey dick antenna. No, you're not reactionary necessarily. <laughs> you're more like uh, or, the idea is now it has to happen yeah, right now, or the go. or the wind blows it away. Yeah. You know, so someone's got to <laughs> capture it and, and actually. So we ended it. up going with that for beer drinking bomb droppers, and then that's you know so so Matt reaches out that first message. You say, uh, I'm a I, I'm a prior second battalion ranger. And I made this video wondering if you could share it. Well, so I think I said, yeah, and also, like, your your page is very pro-military. So yeah. that was the context of, like, hey, I'm a former military guy. And obviously I had to drop the 275. Well, I, and I go, okay, cool. What battalion? Or you said, I'm a No, I'm a I remember ranger. that. Yeah, I was like, hey, I'm a, yeah, I was like, hey, I'm a former Army Ranger. And then I remember you wrote back, what battalion? I was like, oh. What they, BN? Yeah, what, they know what they're talking about. <laughs> this is cool. I'll get along with this guy. <laughs> And then I remember I, I wrote back. I think I said two seven five. Any information? And I think I sent you, you a photo. You sent me your fucking service photo. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was, like, was like, so you know I'm not stolen valor. And then I went, wait, dude, we're Facebook friends. <laughs> yeah. And then you just sent me your number. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, All right. Call All right. me. I remember. I remember that conversation vividly. It was in the afternoon too. It was five o'clock. I was leaving the squadron. I sat in the parking lot, and was just like, dude, you should come to El Paso. Yeah, that was my question. Is because I know how you meet people. And it's like, hey, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. You sound cool. Come to where I live. 
No, literally, <laughs> like, you, you couldn't be more nail in the head. Literally, I remember the same conversation we talked, and he's, you know me, I'm a very kind of reserved guy, but he's like, I got these fucking helicopters, I got production equipment, I have a photo studio. Photo when studio. are you flying down to El Paso? And I was like, and that's like 45 seconds into the conversation. I was like, yeah, I... You're uh, still midway through your name. Yeah, I'm like, so your name was J- Jared uh, Jared T- T- Tyler, Taylor, what was that? <laughs> but yeah, no context of what this dude was about, and then essentially said, buy a, buy a ticket down here. And I was, I remember I was with a person that I uh, do not, like very much and uh, she went off to live with wolves <laughs> but i was like hey i'm gonna go fly down and see this guy like we don't even fucking know this dude and i'm like yeah but there there's always those uh good inclinations where you think that something might work out and then to to further that dave when we landed in el paso we're not even to his house yet but i'm driving up into his the house that he was running He's like, oh man, there's a house for rent right here on the left, or down the down the ways, ones for sale if you want to buy a house. But this is a great neighbor. And I'm like, this fucking dude's trying to convince me to move to El Paso, Texas, within mm-hmm. 37 minutes yeah, of he meeting went him. Head first into you like he does his marriages. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I wouldn't say that I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did work out just okay. Those are those are a lot of good memories back there. And then what I ended up, uh, you know, leaving that relationship, thank God, and moving to El Paso. And then I remember saying, Jared, uh, I I need to get out of here. I got to get to El Paso. And you're like, dude, you can just move in <laughs> with me. And I, I the first oh, night. Oh God, you remember your, moving all your stuff. Bless your soul. But yeah, I pulled up my small SU haul trailer. I probably had like a couch, a bed, and that was it. It was Dude, like a and tiny your couch. truck in the fucking tundra. Yeah, just my tundra. And then I walked in there, put it in their room, and then I think that night there was like nine nine strangers over just getting hammered until three in the morning. Fun time. But I was like, Yep. Going to go rent my own place the next and day. We went down where the place with the three pool. blocks away. Yeah. <laughs> Jared's like, get one with the pool. I'm like, all right, community pool. Let's fucking do this. We that, only that was ever went. My experience moving in with him in Florida as well. Really? Like, hey, which one's my room? The one that someone still lives in. He's moving out though. We don't like him. And then the very next day, there's 15 people he doesn't know either. While just drinking in the living room. Yep. It's uh, but but. Jared's that guy where today I were like, we need a bomb suit for a fucking skit. And then he literally, when I'm walking up to the elevator, shows me and he has a number for a guy that will help us with a bomb, a bomb suit. Oh, yeah. So it works out. It works out in the in the long run, but I just don't want to be around it. You know, I it's changed a lot since then. Oh, we've all grown up in our own little yeah. ways for sure. Yeah. But I mean, I'm definitely not, you know, the let's have 30 people you know hang out anymore well i think it's environmental now you have this like nice quiet kind of cool little apartment studio where there we had the house with the garage and it was like think tank 24 7 that's the only time we really got to get together and talk about ideas and talk shit and have our big whiteboard the whiteboard where we drew out (laughs) all the ideas and yeah the more of i thought about that over the years it's it's what a cool moment and a cool way it all kind of lined up like the stars aligned and well here's a here's another thing too like uh you know, I had heard after the first year of us at our new building at Black Rifle is a lot of the employees who we had had long-term history with, like that got hired because we knew them and we knew that they would be good hires and things like that. They all were like, oh, I thought you hated me for like six months. And I'm like, why? why? Well, every time I see you, you just look angry and like you hate me. And it's like, well, to be fair, for three years... It was you and I in the office. Like, that meant, like, I would get up around 8 or 9 and start working on stuff. You'd show up around 10, 10.30 after the gym. Oh, 11, 11. And <laughs> it would just be us in there back-to-back on computers for four or five hours. You'd write. I'd be fucking building graphics. We'd turn around occasionally. It's like, when you get so accustomed to that's the only interaction you have to have... <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's a very fortunate circumstance, especially early on. You're surrounded by dudes that are hyper work driven, that have very creative minds, that are self starters. And so you don't really necessarily have to be in that collaborative environment because everything was new. But he took a division. Yeah, take it. And then, I mean, it's, it's really cool now to sit back. And I think that, like, Texas for us is kind of a new start and a new chapter. But, like, looking back at the days when, like, I'm like, hey, I got this fucking giant Mexican dude that I served in Ranger Battalion with. I want you to meet him. And then, 
he ended up coming over and just meeting you and you're like fucking this dude's awesome named him Rocco Vincent Vargas course and then like <laughs> all the fun times we've had with Vince over the years I and remember then, I, I do remember the first time you brought him you're like hey dude my ranger buddy actually lives down there he's a border patrol agent yeah he was super fucking quiet and nervous and like oh hey hey like because he's you know, super respectful and he had so the kids yeah, he had yeah. the kids and we were sitting in the office and then you had left and actually deployed and I asked you for his number I was like I got, I got something, you know. I want to, I want to spend a little bit more time with him. He came up, and uh, that's when I was like, "Have you ever <laughs> been on camera?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Got it." Yeah, <laughs> but it's just like that whole thing to see where you know the Art Fifteen days and then Black Rifle and see all the successes Vince is having now with TV and and these massive productions. It's like fuck, man. It all started in like a. 120 fucking degree garage sitting around oh god drinking too much tecate and bud light Remember together that night the neighbors started yelling at us during a podcast and we like rioted oh <laughs> shit. remember the next morning like we didn't realize they knew us like we just thought they were yelling like they were new people and yeah. yelling at us and then we gave them a poster and said Sorry for being loud sorry, or something. Like, sorry for being hey, dicks. we love you guys, but you're being fucking loud assholes. <laughs> that, that's like, we love right, you guys, but dumb. it's literally one in the morning yeah, and you're, you're screaming you're at the top of your legs. You're screaming with yeah, the garage open. You're throwing things because like, you're wasted doing a fucking podcast. God, the, the fucking that garage with the, the fucking dirty bear suit that everybody's worn, the bear jacket. That thing still lives. Does it? Where it is, is it? Somewhere. Where? I believe I believe it's on our costume rack that <laughs> that, that uh, they moved here. We should kill it with fire because that thing's gross. It, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, we should probably light that. We should probably bit. light that on fucking fire. <laughs> what uh, what what do you think your favorite time in Art Art Fifteen Days? Were? I think mine was the every every night when I was deployed, calling you and sinking that. It was like I had a hard time for a conference call because it was like whatever seven in the morning when you were driving yeah. into work and it was I, five. I completely for me. forgot about that until the other day you reminded me. It was like every single morning that drive from the west side of El Paso to the airfield, like I was on the phone with you, and we would I would have my dead zone in the mountain and then I'd call you back and yeah. we would we would finish hashing out what we were doing and that was it. the only time we got to talk because yeah. i was doing stuff during the day and other times and then it was like i was usually around for the chow the chow hall uh you know dinner time and fucking shoot you a call like dude i need help writing this like what do i do this and fucking popping off with ideas and dude, we came up with a bunch of shit yeah, I don't know if a lot of people knew that where we were we would fucking itemize everything, figure out exactly what we were going to shoot, show up in El Paso, do like a two week shoot schedule. Just when I was back, home, to back to back to back to back to back. Get get fucked up plenty enough. Yeah. And then I'd be back on a bird overseas. Shoot photos out the ass to save up for. Uh, and then Instagram. slow release them yeah. over the time that we were I was deployed. So no one <laughs> knew I was overseas. It's fucking good times, man. And now we, we're, huh? we traded. Uh, I traded my Rock River Arms. AR-15 for six months worth of accounting. Counting, yeah. From Brad. Brad, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we just started our 15, and we didn't. Have, we all look at each other like, man, I, I really suck with numbers. And he's like, I know an accountant. Uh, probably just give him a gun. I've <laughs> got this gun. <laughs> Gave him six, and he's six months for free. Yeah, and then the business took off, free. and we were able to be like, here's like 500 bucks a month. And then it was like, all right, now you're an owner, so now you got to do this shit for free. <laughs> <laughs> and Brad is the one that that Brad is the uh, the brains behind Ledslings. He is. He's the, the man the one running, running the show. It. Indeed, steering the ship over there. Steering the ship or the boat or the yacht or the I don't know what would we call Ledslingers at this point. I think it's like a a hefty sized bayliner. Not uh, necessarily. It's like a, a pontoon boat with like it's a, still like a, a lo- it's, but it's got a lot of beer. And a lot of I don't know every, funny every, people. Every, We're every, just like, trying to find the girls. Every it takes specs a long time. I go into, I ask them how well how well Letzinger sells. They go, oh, we sell out of it every week. I, oh, I bet they say that to all the alcohols. I hope they do. No, I think it's like the one person that goes to the spec and just buys seven bottles. Because well, I did that the, the other day. The one dude the other I day, like he, it goes, so much. he goes, we got we got thin blue line in here. I was like, oh shit, I don't even. 
I haven't even seen that. I don't know why they're so amped up on it, but one of the sales managers at Specs too, because I was like, "Hey, do you guys have lead slingers here?" He's like, "Fuck yeah!" And we got—I don't know if you know, but they got a rum now, and they got this. And I was like, (laughs) "Oh, this dude's fucking excited!" (laughs) And so I had to be like, "I'm—I'm one of the owners, Uh, whatever, you know." (laughs) It's good times though, man. Lacquer. So much history. Booze industry sucks my fucking dick holster though. Um. There, there's just just a lot in every aspect. Like, you've been in three different relationships. I've been in twelve. Well, I wouldn't say three <laughs> relationships. I would okay. I was in a relationship with two other people, and then I I put uh, my penis in lots of things. Oh uh, no, 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 no! I'm saying you had three three actual relationships since our meeting. Okay, yeah. One, two, and the Current. final. And okay, the final. final, yeah. Yeah. Third time's a charm, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that other stuff, that doesn't count. Well, that's, just <laughs> that's just you calling me, telling me to clean out a fucking hotel room or something. <laughs> well, before that, before the second one, there I did date a very nice young lady, which um, uh, Tiffany. I can, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was a sweetheart. I was like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? She's a sweetheart. She so was that's she's four. Well, that was like a I short mean, term. I mean, you were very one I was too crazy in. for her. You were one foot yeah, in. You know. She's too nice. She was too nice. She's going she's gonna to hate me. Yeah. That's all right. That's just my own issues. I think she's somebody now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're married. I think they're married yeah, or engaged. Something like I mean, that. But congrats. Let's fucking yeah. hang out. They're great people. Congrats. <laughs> God, there's been so many. Fun. I don't need to air laundry, but man, I, it's just like it's so funny. To think back when, like, hey guys, I'm getting blackmailed. Here's everything. Yeah. We should go to the lawyers, and then the lawyer just goes, "Sounds like a jealous bitch." I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> this lawyer is savage." We should talk about Kendall. <laughs> no, not again. God, to, she called me. She texted me with some kindle, hate. How to Kendall? Oh, was it because we talked about her? Yeah, we had her on the show. Remember? Because oh yeah, was, we called her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. she was so mad about that. That was just a little what a couple times fling. But I yeah. completely forgot about. She that. Uh, she called me a piece of shit, and then oh, uh, of course God. I'd make her look bad. I was like, man, you were talking shit for yeah, no reason. You were talking. She was we, talking. We shit. had fun. That was it. Yeah, we and had fun. She was all about it. Well, yeah, whatever. It's hard to tell us to call a spade a spade sometimes. Sometimes the spade mm. wants to be a heart, and I they're know. not a heart. They're a spade. They just don't, you know, what are they doing? Dave? Dave, what are, what they, are doing? they doing? Not the right thing. <laughs> That's one of my biggest pet peeves with, like, going through so many iterations in life with relationships and seeing my buddies be in relationships and it not work out. Like, it is completely fine and normal that two people that are good people don't work out. Oh, absolutely. It doesn't have to be the other person's a piece of shit. Now, I feel oh. like I, I can name a couple in my life that I wish would get fucking, you know, sent somewhere far, far away. But Mar- at the end the of the new Mars colony, we should sign them up. Mars colony, yeah. Yeah. But like, it's com- like, I don't understand in relationships why people are like, fuck that fucking cunt. You're like, dude, you guys just didn't Wait, work out. I have a scam. What's a that? Scheme. Scam scheme? What if we, yeah, what if we started a I like site? schemes. I don't like scams. But both. It's both. Oh. Because. What if we started a site where you could sign your ex up for the Mars colony, oh. but you but you have to pay us for us to put that person on the list? Now, we don't guarantee where that list is going. We're just guaranteeing their spot on the list. Sounds like you're trying to sell a star in the fucking like, outer <laughs> space. Like, you own a star. Yeah, but we how said many so people would fucking Earth. do this? <laughs> I'm just thought, I'm on, I'm on track with the whole like uh, I, I don't know why I want to go down this fucking tangent right now, but the when people fucking destroy their exes because we've seen it, people that get like broken up with or someone yeah. they got drunk and cheated on their significant other it doesn't make them the worst person in the world. It means that they were probably sexually bored and fucking did their own thing. So if that's an issue you want to work out, work it out. But you know. I love when the fucking the the dude cheats or even the girl cheats and it's six months and the other party didn't sleep with them. You're like, well, no shit. That's like saying you don't give me water for fucking a week. I'm going to drink pool water or I'm going to drink fucking piss water. Here's something that 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 bothers me is third party people that have hate like. Oh, with no understanding of the the con. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like to me, I've had plenty of friends that I was friends with their wives, friends with their girlfriends, and they split up. And I always stood on the line of, hey, you know, not really my my business, and I don't know what your fucking inner workings of your life is, so I'm not going to... Exactly. I'm not going to fucking... And, and even at that, even if I did, I wouldn't 
I wouldn't base, I wouldn't make a, a statement saying, well, yeah, you should have stayed with them or blah, 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 blah. It's like people that get mad at you over a breakup that weren't in the relationship are fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. I like, just don't understand. I mean, that, that's actually funny you say that. I'm very close friends with some friends of like Noel's ex. That, that's how they all met. And I'm like, they, they are super open just to getting along with me, even though they're friends on that side. And I have no ill will because I'm like, people date whatever, dude. Fucking, it's just like. I mean, if you're sending my wife fucking come fuck me text, then I'm going to put my fucking soul through your face, <laughs> you know. But No, it's just it's dumb to like take a side. Like, because, again, like, and it's even, uh, the fault is even on the person, too, to try and get somebody to draw a line, because it's like, bro, we just broke up, because it didn't work. That like, is one of the most annoying conversations, is like, when they're trying to convince trying you to, to get be on, you their on side. the side, it's like, hey, it's like, this I'm person, not, did, I don't give a shit, pass yeah, the chips. I'm not That's saying true. that Kelly's the piece of shit, I'm just saying that I'm less of a piece of shit, You're like, oh, man, I, I'll, like I'll drink beers with both of you, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's just uh, yeah, that's annoying. It's not a fan, you know. I've seen, I'm an air conditioning some, unit. Some people do that, like, uh, but you did this, and you guys broke up, and fuck you. Or it's like, like how you weren't in the friends, fucking relationship. How like, can you be friends with you somebody mad? that does that? Yeah, because uh, uh, they didn't do it to me. I don't. Yeah, they, yeah. or it's, or it's, it's like it's been how, done how, to everybody every ever. in the fucking planet. I always like, think of cheating. It's like, how could you be with someone that would cheat on their girlfriend? And I'm like, first of all, yeah, okay, so religion's not even play because they're not fucking married, and you want to go to that route. Secondly. I'm not fucking my male Humans. friend, so we can drink a beer together and get along. Ah, Jay Orvis said it best. Humans do human shit. That is very true. <laughs> I love that. We're all. It's when I asked him if he was mad that you know one of his friends was dating his sister. He goes, ah, "No, <laughs> humans do human shit." That is very true. We're all fucked up in our own ways, and we're all selfish in our own ways too. Yeah, it's like fuck off. <laughs> yeah, you want to be mad for what? Like I think that's just why I like drinking. Because I'm, I'm always not like, sleeping I'm next to the person that you want me to be sleeping next to. That's fucking you weird. Fucking coward. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking weird, bro. <laughs> I guess we're just hippies. That's probably are what it we? comes down. Is that what we are? We're, we're hippies a little we're bit. We're super fucking chill. I just don't care, man. Life's so fucking short, bro. I fuck. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. I think so. the people that do care have less things going on. Like not to say that they're failing in life, but they just have less going on, so they got to fill their time. Like, you know, the the book club mom that wants to go fucking bitch about fireworks on Fourth of July. Like, no, she it, just has nothing else to do. You with couldn't time. be m- more on point with that. And I think that that's something that I've actually realized the older I get. It's just kind of like when you have to deal with maybe your parents who are retired. Like things that are of such minute importance to me are massive importance to them where they're like i can't Dude, believe I you didn't text cr- me until 5 craving p.m. for attention but no Whether but hold you're on but claiming to be offended every but everybody likes attention yeah. we just we're overstimulated that's why i like quiet and i'm like zero drama because every day there's attention and there's need and want for something whereas if you're fucking wake up with no text messages no emails. Nobody's trying to communicate. The one thing that the the barista that overpours you your coffee drama. is going to be your drama. You're like, yeah, you I can't some, believe this fucking you bitch. Need some vent. Poured me two shots of espresso when I ordered one, and you're like, whoa, that's that's your fucking problem for the day. It's just a matter of like you're saying, just people don't have enough shit going on. There should be a self help book for that. Like, not enough shit going on. Let's find write it. one. There should be. I mean, we should just find do a an fucking audio hobby. Book. Should be called "You're Stupid" and. Listen to this. I don't think they're stupid. They're just uh, they don't they don't got it figured out yet. Okay. All right. So we're we're on a working title. We're on a working <laughs> t- <laughs> we don't have the title yet. We're looking for the title. <laughs> Fuck drama. You're bored. Maybe. Yeah. Fuck drama. You're, you're just bored. bored. Fill twenty four no. without being a cunt. How does this affect your life? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, Do, no, or just and, does and it, it affect you? Yeah, yeah. And then there's 25 checklist items of did it affect the way you ate this morning? Well, no. no. Did it affect your, whether or not your bills were paid? Yeah. No, no, no. Did it impact did, you financially? Was your power no. shut off because she said something shitty to you on Instagram? Well, no, 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 she, no, no, no she my did. power was still on. I was, I was like, did you have AC? Yeah, yeah, I had AC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then he comes and it just down goes to the in bottom. Like, you're not like, mad. And you're like, it's well, like, guess it's I'm like, not mad, bro. This, this instant, this is an app. 
<laughs> oh, dude. Does seriously. it affect your life? <laughs> it goes through the checklist, and then it does a little computing. It goes, this doesn't affect your life. <laughs> well, we all succumb to our own emotions with that. I think that's fucking great, because if you go through the working checklist, and then you're still pissed, and then you get pissed at the checklist, you're like, you're, like, you're okay, just mad, bro. I am I am a douche. Yeah, go, <laughs> go, get, go get a CrossFit lift in. Go yeah. get a run in. Get, do, yeah, something. do something. Do something to get that anger issue out that will benefit your life rather than make it negative. Go cut somebody off on the freeway and then blame it on them. Yeah. Yeah. Or scream at them when their children are in the car and say, you fucking piece of I shit. A, you didn't turn a, your blinker off. I had a road rage incident the other day that was, uh, it was really funny how this went down. Four-way stop. I was fucking preoccupied with whatever the fuck I was thinking of. And I jumped the gun and, and, and made a left turn around this guy who it was his turn. And he fucking gets pissed and gives me double birds. And I just stopped and rolled down the window. I go, hey, yeah, dude, that was my bad. I wasn't paying attention. It was your right. And he, it, like, took the wind out of his sails. Like, he was like, oh, no worries, man. <laughs> I love that. Because everybody fucks up. It's having ownership over it. I was, it, like, I was like, like, oh, dude, hey, that was totally me. Pussy, you fucking it was, pussy. It was You're totally like, me. Hey, totally me, dude. Sorry. I, I fucked that up. And I I'm was an sexting a female that, if you want to see the nude, you'll realize and why I fucking wasn't paying attention. Turning red, like, like rolling his window down. And I stopped. I was like, yeah, dude, that was totally me. I'm an idiot. And he was like, oh. No worries. <laughs> Fuck it. Hey, you want to get a beer, dude? Yeah, the rest sure of the day. Would. It was like, sure would. It was <laughs> Seems to work out that way when you can cut past the emotional bullshit, you know? <laughs> just another day. Well, I'm just going to start yelling that to people I intentionally cut off. Like, fuck this Prius. Sorry, dude. My bad. Sorry, dude. My bad. Totally I did, I did do, do one of those things where I do weird shit by myself to entertain myself. There were two... Like probably sixteen to eighteen year old boys walking in the parking lot of uh, I don't uh, know where this Hobby is Lobby, going. and I just I was leaving and I just rolled down the window. I go, "Hey, you both should join the swim team!" And then I just sped off. That's great. <laughs> Nothing makes me more happy than when an individual <laughs> is the inter- entertainer and the audience because they're only doing it for but themselves. They, they both just stopped, and I saw them in the mirror. They were just. Because they don't understand what just happened to them. Somebody angrily yelled at them that they need to join the swim team. I love that. What does that mean? <laughs> Dude, Evan is the king of that because he, he. And that's where I get it from. It's like, oh, Evan would do something right now. Because he doesn't fucking care. He doesn't like look back to make sure you saw that. He just he just fucking does it. <laughs> and then he won't even bring it up. And then you bring it up. He goes, oh, you, oh, you saw that I asked that guy for his chapstick. And you're like, yeah, it was fucking weird. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Or he'll he'll always in airports. He'll touch people yep. around me, and then and then he'll go. Oh, it's him. Uh, <laughs> that's when you got to own him. Be like, yeah, yeah, it was. And I'm gonna fuck you. It was. You got a drinking bro of the week? Shit, shit sauce. I did, but I've got so many messages oh, about this. Uh, okay, I put you guys in the spot. Sorry. I no, there had was one, there was y'all. somebody there was it was a good one. He he wrote into me on Instagram and said that he apologized for writing in on there, but I fucking I'm not it's gonna be able to apologize. Oh, Dave, you got never mind. I can't say that on the podcast, can I? You got this thing on. Oh yeah, I got married. Yeah, Dave got married. That's pretty fucking what a cool. Faggot. And he's got that uh the plastic <laughs> you <did> on. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he married me too, fucker. <laughs> Jared, terrible at marriages. Great to, at marrying people. I need to uh like we need to start like a we can make like plaques, like almost like like platinum record plaques, but it's a ring. So I've got Paula and you and Dave. <laughs> Some solid wins. You want minister trophies? Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, guys. This is from Johnny Red. Hey, guys. I'm headed to Deputy Gentry- Gentry's funeral today in Sebring. This is the one. I, I'm pretty sure that he wrote me on Instagram. On May 6, 2018, a fellow law enforcement officer Deputy William Gentry was responding to a neighborhood dispute and upon arrival was immediately shot by a convicted felon. William was taken to a hospital 
where he later succumbed to his injuries. The man who shot William was located and taken into custody. I would love to nominate him for Drinking Bro of the Week. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Sorry. Or, you know what? I I believe Ross did this. Yeah, one. I believe so, too. Because he asked about the... So the one that I was thinking of, it, it was no, another... No, that's okay, though. We're going to follow up second time with him yeah, because he lost his life in the line of duty. Whoever, whoever wrote me about the cop that that took off in pursuit of somebody that ran a checkpoint, that's what it was, is they ran a checkpoint, he took off in pursuit, and ended up hitting another car and was killed in the accident. Write me that one back again so I can save it, and then we'll... Make sure he gets the recognition he deserves. I'm sorry about both those losses. Yes, cheers. Cheers to you guys. Um, And for that. Well, I hope you guys like some of the... the Oh, DB solo today. You know? Bing, 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 bing. Bing, 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 bing. Baby, I'm My name's Gene. And nice he cries while I ride his steed. You're welcome for my service. Okay, well, for Jared Taylor, Dave... Can I say your last name, Reardon? And uh, Matt Breast, best beast. I don't know what the fuck it is. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.